welcome to Over the Edge Podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Rankin. So welcome to this week's podcast. Okay, so I believe what I'm going to be talking about today is the difference between pursuing a hobby and pursuing a career. Um, Okay, so with that, you know, are you doing something that you would like to turn into a hobby or are you doing something that you know that it needs to level up so you can turn it from a hobby into an actual career? Uh, So I'm talking to the entrepreneurs out there. Um, This podcast is going to be directed towards you. Okay, so interestingly enough, I have turned many a hobby (laughs) into a business. And um, I actually enjoy the idea of creating. And um, I think that there needs to be a lot more people out there creating things and and just doing what they love and pursuing their passions. Okay, so, but how do you know if what you're doing is actually just a hobby or, you know, if you're just passing time because you're bored or if you want to actually turn that into something that you can make money from? So, I guess let's kind of differentiate the, um, the two ideas. So, if you have a hobby or something, let's just say it's, um, I'm going to choose, like, woodworking, right? Um you know, and that's something that you enjoy doing and you would like to take that to the next level, you have to ask yourself, one, is there a niche or a need um, that you will be fulfilling within the community? Um, So are your, is it something that your customers are looking for? And two, how much do you really want to do it? Um, And I say that because as an entrepreneur, you know, you're going to be investing a lot of time and dedication, blood, sweat, and tears, my friends, blood, sweat, and tears are going into um, the creation of your business, okay? So even if it's just something simple um, as pushing paper, okay, it's still going to require you learning to market yourself, you learning to you this, you're learning your trade, your craft, okay? And you really have to be in love with your craft. And, um, you know, I, I don't say that lightly because, and, and, and let me put, let me kind of back that up with the, with the fact of like, if you don't love what you're doing, everything's going to always be half-assed. Okay, Um, you really have to love what you're doing in in order for that to shine through your products or shine through your services. You know, so, I mean, it may even be that you have a service to offer, um, not necessarily a, you know, a product that, you know, people can buy off the shelves, but it's something, you know, like it's a service. You still have to love what you are doing. And I think that goes without saying for any type of career that you do. I know a lot of people use the word job, you know, and to me personally, I think there is a huge difference between holding a job and participating in a career. And I say that because, you know, anyone can get a job, you know, you can go and do whatever, you know, 
John Doe, Jane Doe can do just to get a paycheck. But, you know, if to invest yourself into a career, um, you know, that, that takes some, that does take investment, it takes investment. It takes, you know, you actually wanting and having a desire to truly do something. So, okay. But let me, let me get back to, let me jump back over to the idea of, you know, turning a hobby into a full-time business. Um, there are some hobbies that will, or some things, I don't really want to use the term hobby, but you know, hobby is something that you do kind of in your free time, your spare time. It's something that you do because you just find enjoyment, right? You just, it's a, it's like a pastime, you know, and I know some people do woodworking and I don't know why I'm picking on woodworking. Maybe it's just because that's just what popped in my head. But, you know, for me, it was, um, it started out, I was in corporate America and I started out making jewelry, you know, just something to do. I also paint, you know, would do paintings, acrylic paintings and things like that. Um, but I started out making jewelry and for me, a lot of things turned into, oh, well, people like them and yeah, I can make some money off of it. And I did, um, kind of incorporate that into, um, my boutique business once I left corporate America. But, Ultimately, I enjoy things that people can use to help heal their bodies naturally. So for me, it was more of the homeopathic scope. So, you know, taking things and, you know, wondering what it would be like to make my own um, bath and body products and, you know, trying to go um, as using very little chemicals and more more all natural products as I possibly could. Um, and And what could I do to kind of create that and then... Other people kind of were like, oh, well, you know, you do this. Well, you know, could I buy some of that from you? And I was like, uh, yeah, sure, absolutely. And then, you know, that kind of spawned in taking something from like a hobby for me. And I ended up incorporating it into my boutique business. And, you know, here I am four years later, you know, and it's still going strong. So, you know, it's taking something that you love and finding a niche or finding a, you know, there's like a need or a desire, like the public really requires what it is that you have to offer and it doesn't have to be you know billions of people require what you have to offer although that would be amazing if it did um but it could be you know like a local community or you know that you have this need or this service that can be fulfilled and you know and i'd like to kind of let me just kind of pop into this conversation the idea of competitors okay first and foremost everything in this entire universe has already been done um so it may not have been done the way that you can do it though okay so i don't want you to ever get discouraged that there's too many competitors out there or you know there's not enough market for it um you never know until you try and the way that you present things to people um to clients and to potential customers that only you can do you Okay, so take that in mind, take that to heart, and never get discouraged. Never give up on something or don't think that you can't start something um, because the market isn't necessarily readily available um, because sometimes these things, it, 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 they develop over time. Sometimes it happens but just by pure chance of something landing in someone's hands or, you know, it comes across in an email to them and um, it hits the right person at the right time, right? So this is one of those things where I always fully encourage people to go after their dreams and to, you know, to always pursue something. I'm a little bit of a risk taker myself, okay? So 
you know, I would rather take the risk and absolutely fail than to never try something. Um, and, you know, I'm like that. <laughs> I'm like that, unfortunately, in relationships too sometimes. But it's it's the idea of, you know, you have you have this idea, this business idea, and it could have started off as a hobby, but it could turn into something exponentially successful and amazing. Okay, so never give up on your dreams. Now, if you're wanting to take your hobby, I'd like to talk about the importance of tools, the the tool set that you have. And, you know, sometimes that is actual physical tools, you know, like a hammer, you know, or something like that. But a lot of times it's, um, it's the idea of, you know, it could be technology, it could be marketing, it could be, you know, um, photography equipment. So you, if you take pictures of your, of your um, products and you're trying to get them out there, it could be editing software, it could be, you know, anything and everything, right? And um, a gambit of things could be covered right now. But the idea is, is you start where you're at. And that kind of goes back to the whole energy of, it goes back to the energy of, look, don't not start because you don't have the, quote, correct tools at this moment, right? Like if you know that you can start on something and you can develop something, um, your tools are going to become more professional over time. They're going to become, you know, more in tune. You're going to get the idea and the feel of what works for you and what doesn't work for you. You're going to get the idea of what works for your final product, you know, and and how to kind of manipulate that. Um, and that's the whole thing about being prototyped. So for those of you who are in the business of, or you're wanting to start the business rather, sorry, you're wanting to start the business of, um, of creating products. Sometimes you have to have a prototype, right? Um, you know, you have to have a starting point is what I'm saying. So even with services, you have to have a starting point and then you can kind of mold and really, um, get the, all of the details worked out as you work things out, as it evolves. And, you know, being an entrepreneur is a total, it's a total process of, of change and evolution. Things constantly change. You know, markets change, people change, people's needs change, your needs change from, you know, personal needs and things like that. Um, but just know that uh, if you're really serious about taking a hobby and turning it into a full-time business, that sometimes you're going to be working your normal, quote, job or the career field that you're in before you actually transition into the full-time job of what you're doing. So I worked corporate America, um, gosh, most of my life. And, you know, before I actually started my boutique business, um, I, I was doing that kind of on the side, you know, on the weekends, or I would sign up for events, um, like festivals, and I would set up my tent and, you know, my table, and I would have the things that I made set out. And, you know, and it kind of gave me a good idea of what the market was, what people were looking for. Um, also, it gave me great feedback from, you know, from the public, like I got, you know, they were like, Oh, we love this. Oh, we could, I wish we could see more of this. And, you know, so I was able to take a lot of that feedback and implement it into my business plan, into my design. Now, I'm not one of those people who, I've, I, I'll be honest, I've, I have two businesses that I run full-time right now myself, and I, I've never written a business plan. 
I know there's probably some financial analysts out there or bankers or, you know, whatever, but they're like, what? No business plan. No, honey, I fly by the seat of my pants and, um, and, and it's okay because it works for me, right? Um, I'm one of these, I'm a full-time creator. So it's all about creating and letting the entire process evolve because it gives me a great idea of, you know, what I need to do for my marketing and, you know, the direction that I need to take. And if it's tools that need to be added um, to the warehouse, it's like, okay, so that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to add these tools in because I'm seeing that there's a need and I can tweak it this way. So I'm very hands-on with my business. I'm very, you know, like I'm in the trenches and I, I want to say this as well. If you're going to be an entrepreneur, and you thought that you could do it without a, you know, a set schedule or, you know, that you're not going to work 40 hours. Sometimes we work more than 40 hours. I will, I'll be honest. When I very first started my businesses, I was working a good 60 hours, but it was fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun and it was different. And it was, it was the whole creation process. And, you know, doing everything from the administrative side of things into product and development and research and development, and then going into prototypes and then working my way into marketing. And, and so, you know, I have this entirely um, wonderful skill set that I've been able to build. And then over time, you, you know, I've gotten to where it's like, hey, I might work, quote, work, you know, like 15 hours a week now um, and still reap way more benefits than I ever did in corporate America. But I, again, I've been doing this, you know, for the last four, four and a half years now. So, you know, I've kind of streamlined my processes and how I do things. But, you know, this is one of those things where you kind of look at it and you go, okay, so, you know, if you're really wanting to take a hobby and turn it into a full-time business, you have to be willing to invest your time um, invest yourself, get, you're going to learn a lot of things and you need to learn. You need to be open to learning all of these wonderful, um, wonderful tools, all these skill sets, all these opportunities. You have to be willing to put yourself out there and market yourself, right? Um, people will ask you on the fly what it is that you do. You have to be ready at any given point in time for a five-minute, um, you know, elef elevator spiel, right? You got to be able to um, just be able to talk to people and, you know, tell them about your product. And you have to be excited about it, you know? This is one of those things. I know that we've, if you've listened to, you know, people like Bob Proctor or, you know, other people like that, they're like, you got you to gotta love what you do. You know, and when you love what you do, the money comes and it does, you know, and but I just want to kind of reiterate, unless you are financially capable of um, and this is my little PSA, if you're unless you're financially capable of totally just jumping ship from your current career and going straight into turning your hobby into a full time um, full time gig, uh you know, allow yourself the opportunity to have transition time, you know, allow those transitions to overlap, allow your transition to overlap. And, you know, that's important because one, it's going to, yeah, you may be putting in more hours than you want, but I think in the long run, you're able to transition out a lot smoother. Um, and you, you are able to still keep resources, you know, in your, your bank account. So, uh, you know, I think that that's, that's kind of my, my 
my PSA on taking a hobby and turning it into a full-time business. You know, uh, first of all, you need to really love what you do. Um, you need to love it so much that, you know, you're willing to go the extra mile for it. And I know I did a, my last uh, podcast was about pivoting. You know, you have to be willing, if you're an entrepreneur, you have to be willing to pivot at any point in time. You have to be willing to kind of change directions and, um, you know, and, and, and evolve with your business. So, you know, if, if it's something that you're really serious about, I fully encourage you to, to follow your dreams and, you know, and to create, just absolutely create, um, you know, and yeah, I think that's it. You guys, I think that's, that's it. <laughs> just don't be afraid to try something new. Don't be afraid to try something new. Don't be afraid to, to, um, you know, really hone in on what you love in life. And, you know, if, and, and I want to say this too, if you have friends or family around you that aren't supportive, um, that could potentially hurt, uh, your, your business. So sometimes it's best not to share with others until it actually happens. Because people will kill the fuck out of your dreams, okay? And why? And mainly it's because they themselves aren't willing to go the extra mile and to create something like that because they're usually scared or they're so in, indoctrinated that, you know, you have to have something lined up before you can do something else. Um, now, I personally was raised, you know, on the belief structure of you always have something in place before you leave your current job. You, are, you always have something in place. Well, sometimes that isn't possible, you know. Um, and sometimes it's you, people work best. They find out what they're really, truly made of, you know, when they when they take that leap without the, the safety net, so to speak. So, you know, I think it's all it's all personal experience. It's all you know you, you do you, um, but you know, never be afraid to take a risk because you could create something absolutely fucking amazing in this world that that this world needs, that humanity needs, that you know, that really is going to change the direction of things. So um, have faith. For those of you who are wanting to become entrepreneurs or those of you who are currently entrepreneurs, just keep going. Just keep going. Keep going, keep evolving, keep creating, and stay magical. So until next time, 